can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Do you need an amazing waterproofing product? Look no more. BaseCrete is the number one cementitious 100% waterproofing membrane with a proprietary blend of polymers and specialized content. An easy to use all-in-one waterproofing membrane and bond coat that provides exceptional strength and unparalleled adhesion, yet remains flexible to absorb movement and the underlining concrete structure. With its range of application, BaseCrete is the ideal solution to protect or repair any concrete structure for use in swimming pools, roofs, terraces, foundations, cellars, deck, etc. It adheres directly to the substrate. No primer, no bond coat. How easy is that? Hey guys and gals, Heather here on Hump Days with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. So today I want to talk about business credit. I've got a lot. I never. I've done a podcast on this a little bit already in the past, so you'll have to go back and look at that. But I'm going to touch base again because I'm getting a lot of people that are asking me about business credit and how to do it. What's the purpose of it versus your personal credit? So let's kind of touch base with that. First off, your business credit needs to be separated from your personal credit, not only for your DTI. But also, if you need to go get a loan for your business, let's say you want to go buy an excavator. You know, those excavators are $80,000, $100,000, give or take, of course, depending on where you buy it. With that being said, you have to put that in your business, not your personal. Because if you put that on your personal, guess what? That $100,000 is now part of your DTI, and that's not a good thing. You want to keep your DTI low because let's say you want to move and go buy, your, go buy a house. Well, that house is going to look at your DTI. That big ass excavator that's now, quote unquote, for your business is now tied to you personally. So your DTI is going to tank. So now you, you thought you could qualify for a $500,000 house because you have that $1,500 bill. Now you're qualified for $300,000. So that makes a huge difference. So I'm going to run through really fast how to do it kind of step by step. One, your business name, right? You've got to have a business name. Get your LLC. You can't do this with an E with a, um, a DBA. You have to have an LLC or corporation, or something along those lines, not just your standard social, right? So go apply for your LLC, get that done. Then once you get your LLC, get your EIN. So your EIN is like your business credit social number, okay? That's like your social security number that runs everything through your credit is your EIN. Once you get that done, apply for your DUNS number. DUNS number is free. That's like your credit karma for business, right? That's where everything reports to your business so you can look you can go there and look. Then, of course, make your logo, get your business telephone number, so on and so forth. Get all that stuff. Register your business, do the marketing, get all that going. Very important next step, business email at your domain. So example, Swim Care Free. My email is services at swimcarefree.com, at swimcarefree. Creditors will not allow you to apply for credit with the Gmail account. 
some carefree at Gmail. Hell no, it won't allow you to do that. So make sure that you have your at domain account. Next, you want to look up your NACI code. Um, sorry, that was probably super fucking loud. <laughs> um, find your NACI code, like your SIS code, SIC code, something like that. I forgot the exact name. But you'll need that when you're opening your bank account. Sometimes the banks will look it up for you. That basically determines how high risk your business is. Like if you are a consulting firm, that is going to be more high risk than a contracting firm, right? So two different things. So banks look at that. So do lenders. Then go open up your bank account because certain banks won't allow high risk businesses versus some will. So keep that in mind as well. Freeze your personal credit. Next step, freeze, freeze, freeze your personal credit. All three credit bureaus. It is free to do it. Go there and freeze it. Once you do that, then you can start, of course, establishing your business once that's done. Get your domain, all that fun, happy stuff. The next thing that you need is you're going to need five to one, I'm sorry, five to 10 tier one accounts. That's going to be Granger, Uline, and, and the, okay, so these tiers accounts, you want to make sure that they're reporting. There's a trick to this as well. So when you do your NAV account, on your NAV account, you can also get it where you can pay a fee and it can start to report a trade line credit. And if you have multiple emails, you can do this multiple times. You just have to have multiple NAV accounts to do this. That's kind of a, a little pick and choose kind of deal. So let's say like I have four emails from my businesses. So technically I could have four trade lines report through NAV. I just have to pay that fee through NAV through each one of those emails. But it's a good, it's a good credit booster because you want to make sure that they're reporting to all of your business credit accounts because there's more than one business credit account. Um, okay, so some of the tier ones that like I have is Granger, Quill, Uline, Home Depot Pro, because we all use Home Depot, Sunbelt Rentals because we all use that. Um, Nav, of course. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Shirtsies, I think, is one, but there's a few. And then, of course, I have my fuel, my fuel car, my Abos, Abos. I think it's called ATOB. Sorry, ATOB. Um, so those are some of my tier one accounts that I've had for years. After you get those reporting, wait about three months and then start working on your tier two accounts. <laughs> A pool industry icon has joined the Talking Pools podcast team of hosts. Their debut episode will be on Thursday, December 15th, with regular episodes every Thursday. Kelly and Dan will reveal the identity of the new Talking Pools podcast host on the December 13th episode of Tuesdays with Kelly and Dan. We are super excited to have this pool care guru join our team. There. You said I'd get paid. Where's my money, bitch? After you get those reporting, wait about three months and then start working on your tier two accounts. Then next, do the same thing, five to 10 tier two accounts. So that's going to be like your Honda Power Equipment, your Caterpillar, your Hertz Rent-A-Car, your Lowe's, um, Winn-Dixie Grocery even is on there. Yes. Amazon Net 55. Okay, Amazon Net 55 is a big one. Dell is a big one. Uh, B&H Photo, Best Buy. Those are all of my tier two accounts. I've got more, of course, but those are good, good ones to start with. But you can't get tier two until you do tier one. Um, 
Florin decor is another big one. I I get my lattic lattic creep there. I'm trying to think if there's another one. Okay, anyways, Verizon Verizon is good too with that as well. I will tell you the Verizon account though for business versus personal kind of sucks. So just know that. All right. Next, after you do that, apply for all no no um no PG corporate cards, like PG is personal credit, okay? Let's say your personal credit is shit, and this is why you freeze your personal credit. Freeze your personal credit. Don't forget that step. Okay. And all the personal, the corporate cards that don't have the PG, you have to have good bank activities, like capital on tap has to not be frozen because they will pull a, a soft pull on your personal credit, but it doesn't hit it. So capital and tap, you'll have to unfreeze your account for that, but it reports to your business, not your personal. They just check your personal. Um, Get Divi is a good one. Bricks is a good one. Sam's Club is a good one. But on Sam's, what I hate about Sam's is you have to apply in person for that. So when you apply for person to that, then it's a lot more time, right? With all of these, though, you have to have a minimum of like 15 to 20 trade lines, give or take, reporting in good standing to be able to get approved for these. Alley is also good to get your car financed through them. I will tell you just when you, if you choose to go through Alley, cause that's a big one, check the rates because a lot of times you can go to a, a credit union and beat that rate and they will also do it under your LLC. Put everything under your LLC to get that done. Um, next. If you have, let's say that you have an amazing personal credit, okay, you can, all credit cards use personal guarantee for corporate except for those ones I just told you. Let's say your personal credit is 750 plus. You can bypass the tier one accounts and go straight to tier three and get a few quick credit cards that go to your business credit. So mine are like Chase Bank, Bank of America, PNC, American Express. Those are my top ones that I personally have. I don't like Capital One and Discover Business because they report the utilization onto your personal credit reports. And remember, the whole point about building credit is you want to separate the two, okay? Remember, separate the two. So when you're applying for these personal, or not personal, but the business accounts, make sure that your personal is separated. If you're not sure, call them and ask them. Chase, I have, I don't have my wallet here, but I have like 10 Chase cards between business and personal because I love the Chase because the perks are amazing. That's how I get to travel so much is because all the business stuff and the personal stuff, it goes there. Bank of America, while I bank with them as well, I don't, some of their business cards are not as good as the Chase cards, obviously. And then PNC, I bank with them as well. They're good. American Express has some really good points with it too. Wells Fargo, I have one card with them. I don't really utilize that one a lot. So just make sure that you are making sure it's separate. But all of those major cards, Bank of America, Chase, PNC, American Express, will pull your personal credit. So it will be a hard inquiry on there, but the credit card itself will show on business only, not on personal, and then go back and lock it. So you want to make sure that you're not utilizing a lot of these where they have each pool some of these banks like chase doesn't do it unfortunately but my my um oh my credit union will so they pulled my credit one time and i'm like apply me for everything that you can give me you know with the one pool credit 
So call before you apply because some of them do. Bank of America used to. I don't know if they still do. American Express used to. I don't know if they still do. So just call and ask. Be like, hey, if I apply for this one card, can I also apply it with the same credit pool for this and this card? That way you get multiple applications with one credit pool because when you're doing it on your personal with these credit cards, you only want to show one credit pool versus on the business side, they each business one will be each one. There's there's they won't do that. They have to pull each side. Well, I hope that this has been helpful and you've understood everything that I've said because I've got a lot of people that ask me about that. Anyways, run down on business credit, what to do, how to do it. Call me if you have questions. I will gladly kind of help you with that. This is what I teach in our coaching stuff. So start building up business credit, people. All right. Have an amazing day. Bye, guys. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People, for the Pool People, by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 